You're listening to Turn Zero Lists, a Legion 99 production presented by 6UP Supply. Hello, loyal Legion 99 listeners. Welcome to another episode of Turn Zero Lists brought to you by 6UP Supply. Visit 6upsupply.com to see our entire line of premium gaming tools and accessories, including our latest large form and scattered terrain products from three amazing partners, Hammerfall Customs, The Legion Outriders, and Team Relentless. I'm your host, Keegan Evans, and today I'm joined by the one, the only Izzy, Isboticus on the Discord, uh, to continue our series of Lone Star Open Lists. Izzy, welcome to the show. Why, hello there. <laughs> General Isboticus, I guess. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell my uh, teammates that uh, so that you called me that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, are, are you telling me you're the only one in the Pacific Northwest who listens to us? <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm pretty sure they'll they'll listen. Uh, Wonderful to other episodes. Awesome, awesome. Izzy, uh, I think we met briefly uh, interacting at uh, LVO 2020 uh, a little bit up when I was judging out there. I remember seeing passing each other at, at, at some different points, but it's great to have you on the show. Um, you're an established figure in the Discord community, especially, uh, and most uh, importantly of all, right now you've you've just gone down to the Lone Star Open, our latest um, Legion tournament circuit. Uh, event uh how um how was it <laughs> the tournament overall was really good actually i had a great time uh i got to see a lot of faces in the legion community that i hadn't got a chance to see in a while mm-hmm. and getting the opportunity to get real in real life legion like <laughs> under my fingers was a was a really really great feel absolutely i'm jealous i'm jealous mm-hmm. I'm, I'm i'm hoping soon but uh definitely awesome um, so you you are no no novice uh, to to the to the game, and I'd love to l- know a little bit about your list building process in general. Like, what do you do? How do you normally build a list? And what did you do, if anything, different going down to this particular event? So when I build a list, there's a lot of different things that I look at, and one of one of the big topics coming out nowadays is that. Uh, how big of a bid are you going to build? Mm-hmm, because you mm-hmm. want to be blue players, so you can force <laughs> your objectives and yep. get yourself an advantage that way. Yeah. And I felt like I wanted to go down with a list that didn't try to force a specific objective. Okay. Because that would, I knew the bids were going to be out of control. And if mm-hmm. I built a list that was focused on a specific objective, mm-hmm. then every single time I did get outbid, I would then fall apart. And I'd much right. rather have a list that's really capable and can handle every objective as best nice. as possible and have good matchups against everyone, nice. even as a red player. Nice. So that's the first thing I aimed for, was okay. to build something that could handle anything that was thrown at it. Okay, awesome. Did you have any particular expectations of this event that you tailored it to be a little bit more ready for than others? Oh, yeah. So <laughs> one of the first things I thought about is I knew that there was going to be a lot of uh aa5s uh rebel mm-hmm. bosses and mm-hmm. warriors uh mm-hmm. flowing out from there and you can either counter that with like your own version of the same thing or you can control it by using uh a force user with a lightsaber that's right <laughs> the refurbished gong droid just does nothing against the lightsaber that's uh, fair oh that's right because there because shields are ranged only correct correct right? Got it. And then Wookiees also have some problems with with lightsabers, or basically mm-hmm. any user that any force user that has force push out there. Ah, uh, right, awesome. 
Okay, so let's jump. Uh, let's jump into it. When you were going down mm-hmm. there, what did you, what did you start with? as kind of your core. What was going to be the 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 center of your list uh, that you're going to build around? So I, I decided to push put uh, everything on the shoulders of Operative Luke because okay. Operative <laughs> Luke is really good at all the things that I had just mentioned. Nice. And it also allows you to take R2D2, who is a mm-hmm. very good uh, game changing aspect. And in fact. The bonus victory point that he can get you from secret mission mm-hmm. is one of the th- best things you can have as a list that can potentially be red player quite often, gotcha. because that can allow you to get around any sort of objective skews out there and yeah. allow you to maintain control of the game that way. Absolutely, absolutely. I I added to that with uh, some rebel veterans and some Mark II medium blasters because those have been proven to being consistent and effective and. Mm-hmm the current incarnation that they're in and being able to throw a lot of critical out there just helps out quite a bit mm-hmm. uh, along with uh, the opportunity of fire support here and there absolutely and i see that you went uh there's a few different versions of veterans running around these days and you went with the naked except for the heavy option can you talk through mm-hmm. that choice did, did you decide that at this point adding it in or did you wait till you saw where your points were landing where where, where was your decision making around there my decision was with the heavy uh, okay. immediately, and I didn't look to add anything else beyond that because I like to be able to put the additional points into other places in the list when necessary. Gotcha. Cool. Awesome. So Luke uh, and his faithful droid companion, uh, and I see 3PO on there as well, uh, uh, backed up by some vets and Mark IIs. Where'd we go from there? Uh, the next thing I wanted to put in there is I'm, I'm one of the subscribers to the Church of Biston. Nice. <laughs> How have we not talked more about this before? <laughs> because he gives you a very strong uh, range four option that's very good mm-hmm. against vehicles and droids, mm-hmm. which is uh, honestly going up against the massed droid swarms is probably one of the rebels' uh, weaker points. Yep. So having Biston with his uh, ion uh, in there really helps out with controlling awesome. droid matchups. Awesome. Uh, so Pathfinder, you went with Biston, their their free uh, armament, and then offensive push. I see. Mm-hmm. Um, I am a I'm a I, I like to think I'm one of the original acolytes or founders of the Church of Biston. Although Mr. Slavowski certainly popularized uh, the church. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I have always been one to throw HQ uplink on there for the order control too. Can you talk to me about why why you settled on what you settled on for that Pathfinder unit? So I've looked at HQ Uplink, and mm-hmm. I feel like it's good, but mm-hmm. I don't know if it's 10 points good gotcha. at that point, and yep. when I feel like those points can be better served elsewhere, mm-hmm. uh, especially when you can uh, give them an order on the first turn in important mm-hmm. matchups. Gotcha. Uh, and then also when you're also running two sniper squads, which I included in there as well, right. uh, gives you some decent order control in that you have, have sure. three different... Uh, opportunities to draw a special forces token when you need to. I like it. I like it. All right. And how did you round it out? So this was, this was the big test. And the thing that I tested out the most is how to round out this list in the end. And I ended up with three different options that I uh, played around with and tried out. Uh, One option was to include an AA five of my own. Okay. <laughs> with a tactician to spam out aim tokens, as everyone's sure. familiar with, uh, yep. and basically build a support bus. Mm-hmm. Option B was Cassian Andor, which mm-hmm. uh, provided a lot of different options. 
And option C was Lando. Okay. And Lando is really good for giving you a lot of opportunity to have different command card options and also mm -hmm. shoot things down. Yes. <laughs> and then, but when I was analyzing and trying out these three different versions, I ended up not going with the bus because I felt there was too many bus counters out there that were going mm -hmm. to show up at the tournament. Mm -hmm. And it would be vulnerable because it's a fairly large, easy to spot piece of armor with a lot of anti-armor meta flying. Yep. And then Lando I ended up not choosing because although he's really, really good for the stuff he does, a lot of the cards that he does provide himself are very focused on himself. Mm -hmm. And he's good in most matchups, but against droid matchups, he doesn't contribute a lot of firepower. Gotcha. So oh. the end result is I ended up settling on Cassian because okay. Cassian is good for uh, pretty much every matchup out there. <laughs> yeah. uh, can shoot down a lot of things, can contribute a lot of firepower against the vehicles, uh, can chip in like piercing shots into vehicles quite often. Mm -hmm. And all his command cards are nearly as good played onto Luke as they are mm. along yep. with himself. Yep. Makes sense. So... Cool. So Cassian it is to, to lead the army. And we'll talk a little bit about the how you played this list in a second. Mm -hmm. uh, but Cassian, and I see you put offensive push, situational awareness, uh, and environmental gear on him. Mm -hmm. um, and it doesn't look like any additional stuff in the loadout, if I'm reading this right? Uh, just or... his weapon in the loadout. Just the weapon. Uh, actually, he had Overwatch and Recon Intel. In oh, okay. Way. That's a display error on my side. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Okay, great. Um, cool. Uh, okay, so that brings us out uh, ten activation list. Only an eight point bid. We, we you mentioned earlier the uh, decision making around uh, bids and blue player, and uh, it seems like you kind of wanted to get into the blue player if it happened, but you built an all arounder just in, in the times it doesn't. Is that is that the thinking there? Or? That's that's pretty much it. I built in a little bit of a bid uh, for those for those matchups where I'm playing against people that just want to go all out as well. Sure. <laughs> didn't really need anything like that. So like, that's a little bit of an advantage. Mm -hmm. uh, and then, but yeah, I did not want to go into a double digit point bids yeah. because there you're flipping yourself. There's <laughs> against those matchups. It's better. I feel like to have a really good matchup with whatever objective you have and you get to control a little bit of it because you mm -hmm. always have the last uh, flip. Yep. On the battle cards. Yep. Awesome. Cool. Before we jump into the battle cards, let's talk about uh, Command Hand. Pretty decent number of choices uh, potentially here between Luke bringing six cards, R2 having his three, Cassian having his three, and of course the generics. Uh, what were the what were the key decision points you had around uh, this Command Hand? So I feel like including the the. Uh, two pip and the three pip for Cassian were pretty mm -hmm. much a given uh, mm -hmm. because they once again can be played on any hero and they're just as good yeah. on Luke as if yeah. Luke had played one of his own command cards at that point. Yep. And then Return the Jedi for Luke is really good. Uh, I mm -hmm. feel like it was a really strong option there. Mm -hmm. uh, then for the second two pip, it was a kind of a choice between, uh, between my ally as the force mm -hmm. or full of surprises. Yep. And I've ended up going in with full of surprises because there's just some times where you end up with a map where you need to go through a fairly open zone mm -hmm. with Luke. And that's when you really need the full of surprises option. 
I like it. I feel like I don't see that card that often, so I really like seeing it in there, especially with deliberate thought around it. Very cool. Mm-hmm. And believe me, like there's times where <laughs> you can get so many deflects off of it. People mm, yep. will either completely ignore him or just <laughs> try to nuke him and lose half their army. Sometimes, <laughs> full surprises active. I'm working on uh, I'm working on learning how to be an Anakin player, and the the joy of people actually trying to nuke him when I've got him dodged up well uh, is something that I chase every game uh, to, <laughs> to, to intermittent success. But yeah. <laughs> cool. Uh, and talk to me about one pips. So yeah, so Son of Skywalker. I mean, that's very obvious. Yeah. There's no way you leave that at home. Yeah. Uh, but I ended up choosing between. Uh, I ended up not going with the you serve your master well option because mm-hmm. I didn't take any, I only take that if I'm going to take like a Jedi mind trick to sure. help enable it. And it's just not as useful once again in, in the droid matchup. So I decided to leave that at home. Mm-hmm. And so the choice was between blast off or crack shot. Okay. And blast off is good for helping you enable secret mission quite often. Mm-hmm. But I ended up going with Crackshot because of the opportunity that you have with Cassian to set up a heavy weapon snipe or two at the start of the round at the start of turn one with it. Gotcha. Okay, and that so can you're, just you're looking for those exposed uh, exposed heavies uh, yeah. to take out the key pieces. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's a it's something that allows you to win a game and set mm-hmm. yourself off the right foot right away. Nice, nice. Awesome. That uh, that sounds great to me. Let's jump down into the battle deck. Um, looking at the three three categories: objectives, deployments, and conditions. What were the what was the number one auto include card for each of those for you in this list? Well, for objectives, uh, recover the supplies seems like mm-hmm. a very obvious choice. Yep, <laughs> we have a lot of good options for uh, yep. controlling there, and it's really hard to beat out uh, Luke when it comes to a supply mm-hmm. drop. Yep. Yeah. Uh, for deployments, having uh, disarray or battle lines is really good for enabling a an R two D two secret mission. Yeah, yeah. So I like having those around, uh, especially yep. when you have C three PO. So your R two is better than any opponent's R two. Right. And right. can make quite a difference there. Absolutely. And then finally, for conditions, like supply drop is so useful. Yeah. Yeah. So Rebel heroes just love supply drop mm-hmm. <laughs> and I pathfinders do too. <laughs> yeah. Pathfinders love it because I can start out on a supply token. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can pick up stuff for Luke or mm-hmm. even arc welders for R2. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything's yeah. useful there. And then there's the seldom enabled play of using the condition tokens from those to control the locations where armor can move. And that oh, yeah. Quite often. Yeah. 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 I need to remember that. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, for those uh, for, for our perhaps uh, listeners who aren't familiar with that particular rule. Condition tokens by the rules cannot be overlapped by uh, minis and units. So uh, putting uh, uh, blocking otherwise clear paths uh, and making it just a pain in the ass for large, large base armor units is a is a devious but uh, legal and effective <laughs> tool. Uh, both condition tokens and uh, for the supplies, <clears throat> excuse me, and uh, mines is another great, great one of those. So mm-hmm. cool. Uh, makes sense. All right, let's go to the other side of things. Uh, which uh, which card from each of these categories, if you see it in the number one slot uh, when you're a red player, do you veto immediately? That is usually going to be uh, 
either bombing run if mm-hmm. it's if you've got an opposing list that has air speeders in it. Yeah. Yep. Or going to be key positions if you've got big base tank like options. Gotcha. Like AATs. Okay. Key positions, Luke's pretty good at yes. when there's not those big bases, right? Yeah. Okay. In, that, in those cases, I much prefer to have key positions, but. Gotcha. Yeah, the way things are. <laughs> mm-hmm. Cool. What about uh, deployments? Uh, deployments, long march is mm-hmm. less of, a, of an option there. I don't like it as much. Mm-hmm. mainly because it does silo things a lot of way and provides a little less options for uh, all the spread out elements that I want to do. I want to create a bunch of individual smaller fights where gotcha. Luke can dominate or things can force R2 through for a secret mission. And yeah. Long March does not provide for that. Cool, cool. Uh, and finally, are there any conditions that you uh, that you really don't like with this list? Yeah, when you're running all ground-based troopers, you you really don't want to see minefield out there. That's fair. <laughs> yeah, nothing, no exceptions to who can set stuff off with these. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I can tell you from uh, from one experience, uh, using pathfinders to uh, <laughs> to charge up their danger sense with a mine is a terrible, terrible idea, and I do not recommend <laughs> it at I all. Will, <laughs> a, a small aside, I will never yeah. forget the game where I tried to set off a mine with three different units and it just wouldn't go. So oh, I could clear a path for Emperor Palpatine to go on in. Oh, and then man. when I finally had to dive with Palpatine, it detonated and hit all four of my units. Oh man, that's brutal. <laughs> that's brutal. All right, great uh, great list, great setup. Let's talk about uh, the first round of uh, Lone Star Open. You're bringing this down, you've thought about it ahead of time. Uh, you, you're, you brought this nice all-rounder. What list are you really hoping to get paired against? What, what's, what are you, even though you're an all-rounder, what do you think you're really tuned to target? Uh, I feel like I'm very happy going up against anything that is uh, more gunline-based. Okay. Uh, or has disparate elements that are forced to move uh, into positions where Luke can chop them down. Okay. Uh, that means things like stops are great. Yep. Uh, oh, things cool. like uh, X-34 land speeders. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> those those love being chopped up by Luke. Cool. Uh, stuff like that. And then Biston is really great at controlling all of those as well. Awesome. So I was really looking forward to those. I'm really looking forward to putting uh, putting the lightsaber to the Wookiees out there. Nice, nice. Uh, and what were you really dreading getting paired against round one? What, what were you worried was going to send you home uh, right off the bat? <laughs> the the one thing that definitely I felt like my leak my list was very weak to, and I was mm. hoping to avoid, was going up against double air speeders. Okay. I felt like that was my my list one biggest weakness, and I would have to work the hardest against yeah. any matchup, including those. Makes sense. Cool. And what did you get paired against round one? Uh, I actually went up against an AAT. Okay. Uh, along with a bunch of droidicas and a bunch of other uh, droid gunline type stuff. Nice. Nice. Uh, before we jump into the lightning round, what uh, you got any highlights from LSO you want to you share? Yeah, there's there's a couple things. Yeah. Uh, one, like as much as I wanted to see AA fives and Wookies throughout the entire tournament, I saw <laughs> none of them. Oh man, I think they're all playing uh, Orchimedes. Yeah, I, I think so too. I would have loved to have swapped like opponents with him at least once. <laughs> and then of the things I was most worried about, uh, double airspeeder. I ended yep. up facing two of them. That's half okay. of the double airspeeder list in the entire tournament. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so they were targeting you. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. 
Awesome. Cool. Um, all right. You ready for uh, some lightning round? Yeah, totally. Cool. All right. First question. Uh, we talked a little bit, little bit about the blue player uh, conundrum going on, but I'm going to turn that question on its head. Would you rather take the blue pill from the Matrix or red player for the rest of your Legion life? I got to go with red player because nice. you know how to play it. And if you can work around it, it's easy to work around. Plus, awesome. I like knowing everything about the world. There you go. There you go. Uh, second question. You were down there. You were looking for all those A5s. You were, looking, uh, you were worried about those double air speeders. Are we in a new age of fully armor meta or was LSO kind of a surge or a one-off? I think we're, I would not say we're in an age of full armor meta, mm -hmm. but we do, there's going to be a significant uptick in the amount of armor that is going to be played out there. Cool. It's enough to the point where you need to have an understanding of how to deal with an, with an armor opponent if, mm -hmm. uh, in every matchup that you have. Absolutely. Cool. Uh, we didn't talk about it before. I'm not sure if this was your first big tournament back, uh, after the pandemic, but I'm assuming you had a little bit of a break from in real life Legion. What, mm -hmm. uh, what skill related to real life Legion has most atrophied for you in the time away? I think the main thing that I had, uh, I did get a chance to play in one local tournament the weekends before LSO. This was oh, cool. our Prius LSO practice real nice. RRL tournament. <laughs> and I felt like the one thing that really actually needed to be worked on was getting a good idea of exactly how far across the board, like a mm. range three range ruler is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and, or uh, how far like a double move mm -hmm. to unit is yeah. and just getting a, a good sense for that. Yeah. That tuned eyeballs is something that can go away. It's just so different on TTS. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right. We've got a, we've gotten a bunch of uh up uh upcoming unit spoilers in the last few weeks. Which one upcoming unit or, or upgrade do you think is gonna be the most disruptive to what's going on these days? I I gotta agree with a lot of people out there that burst <laughs> of speed is definitely gonna be the one that makes the biggest difference. And that's because it's a significant enabler for a lot of older yeah. uh pieces. Older yeah. force users. That's going to change how they're played. Yeah, I think I'm probably going to retire this lightning round question for <laughs> for a few <laughs> cycles soon. <laughs> Seems like a good idea. Yeah, at least until Yoda comes out, then I can say it's already out. Talk about something else. <laughs> mm -hmm. All right, you've uh, you've got this rebelist here. You mentioned a story about uh, walking Palp and his entire legion into a minefield. Uh, what faction do you think is going to be your main faction by the time we get to LVO? Uh, I don't really have a main faction. Okay. Actually, I like playing them all. Cool. I think the faction that I will probably play at LSO is whatever I have painted up by then. Nice. I like it. Uh, I respect that too. <laughs> all right. And final question. Uh, I heard some talk that there were some pretty funny names for local restaurants down uh, around LSO. Uh, what was your best meal of the weekend? God, the best meal? I'm not so sure. There was a... There was a there was Actually, there was one small uh, humor story. I can't remember okay. the name of it, but it was a pub that we went to. Okay. That was a English pub. Mm -hmm. And we went there and we all had dinner. There was a bunch of us, Bobby Ocean, uh, Orc was there, like nice. a big group. And we were all chatting. Uh, and I was looking at the menu and like their, their food, their sandwiches and their burgers uh, all came with chips and stuff like that. And I was like, <laughs> so I asked them, I asked the 
uh, I asked the server, hey, can I get French fries instead of chips? <laughs> and he said, actually, those are chips. We're a That's British right. pub. And I'm like, good. <laughs> you are a proper British pub then. And I'm glad that this exists here in uh, Dallas, Texas. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> good, good insurance on that kind of thing, because there's mm-hmm. nothing more disappointing to me than a burger that comes with potato chips instead of fries. So. <laughs> uh, yeah, so disappointing. <laughs> Love it. Awesome. Well, thank you, Izzy. Uh, anything you want to plug or tell folks where to find you? Yeah, you can find me on the Legion Discord or any of the many other Legion Discords that exist out there. Awesome. Uh, you can also find me. I manage the Evergreen Legion uh, Facebook page. So that's for Legion players throughout British Columbia, Washington, Oregon, Idaho, basically the Cascadia area of the Pacific awesome. Northwest. Awesome. If any of our listeners are up in that area and have not uh, joined that Facebook, check it out. Reach out to Izzy to get in. And uh, uh, I, I've heard good things. I know I've known a, fo- a few of you uh, from up there and, and definitely a good community and strong community up there. So, all right. Thanks again, Izzy. So, so great to have you on the show. Absolutely. And uh, listeners, if you have a favorite list that you'd love to share with the Legionverse, send me a DM at Metrokin hashtag 9051 on the Discord. Stay tuned to this feed for more great Turn Zero lists and Legion 99 every week, or every other week for the Legion 99. (laughs) Talk to you all soon. (laughs) 